I'm Leela Ree. And I'm Nick B. Listen, we're just two single girls from the City of Roses discussing all things love, lust, and perception. And roses are a symbol of all things beautiful about love. But as you know, love can get a little dirty. So we're here to talk about it. Dirty Roses Podcast starts now. Hey, I'm Leela Ree. And I'm Nick B. And welcome to Dirty Roses Podcast. We are diving into something that we all have a little bit of experience with in some way, shape, or form, right? And no uh, conversation around. And no conversation around. Yes. yes. So we've invited a guest, dope-ass chick. I should, can I say ass on this episode? Maybe we should not cuss on this episode. How about we just ask God for forgiveness later? We. <laughs> that would be your religion. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about religion and relationships and we have brought a dear friend of mine who is in the community doing dope things. Um, youth PDX CEO, founder, executive director, youth mentor. She worked for another organization doing all kinds of stuff. She's an author. She's a speaker. She's a uh, a moderator. She a a thing, a thing, a thing, thing, thing. She do all things. All of it. Um, all of it. And she's like a motivational person just to be around because she gonna hype you up like dead ass. Gonna get you hyped up motivate you encourage you like so she might even not be just a youth mentor she might be like a peer mentor <laughs> a, a entrepreneur mentor right. she got her own company um like doing other things that we're gonna talk about a little bit later her name yet because uh -huh. she got so many accolades you know what i'm saying <laughs> i gotta hold the mic with two hands to talk about her <laughs> but welcome imani yes. Ahmed. Hey. thank you hey that was, that was a really thought. nice intro i could be your hype person yep and i'm gonna record that and every time like every time is that you was, know what? When you walk in a staff meeting, just give me a microphone. I'm going to walk in yeah. it first. And, I'm, and she can be like my eyes person. Like, yep. So she can be the hype man's hype man. And then I'm going to be your hype man. And then I'm going to walk in. And then you just the two step. And now we know. Hey, that perfect. Yeah. You know, I love it. <laughs> love it. Thank you. So, thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, so every episode, we start with a story or a scenario that we have gotten from either our personal experience or one from a friend or whatever. Um, today, I've got two stories. So I'm going to try to go through them not too, too fast or not too long, but because I'm long winded, apparently. Um, but no, so as we talked about religion and relationships, so a girl started dating this guy. Um, the guy later converted to a religion or a faith or a belief system. I won't name which one it is, but they do wear tassels on their shirts. Um, you said it all. I did. They say grand rising a lot, probably too. Um, anyway, <laughs> they were ho-tepping all the way, ho-tepping all over their relationships. So in this um, he got really deeply involved in the relate in, in the in this belief system, and I won't say this is their particular practice because I have not done enough research on it. But what she found was that he became very controlling, mm. um, lightweight, abusive, manipulative. It was a very bad, toxic relationship. She ended up leaving and having to escape this relationship because mm. he was so into it. There was no way around it, and mm. in their particular relationship, his belief to follow this religion or this faith was that she had to completely submit to him and be controlled by him. Mm -hmm. um, again, like I said, I don't know if that's actually how they right. believe, but right. this is what happened in their relationship. Mm -hmm. So she left, but it was years of PTSD based on that relationship, like where she struggled with being in other relationships mm -hmm. because of this experience. She struggled with um, how men interacted with her, even like if they raised their voice or if they like went to go do this, you know, rush their hair, you know, like she cringed and it was really really traumatizing for her um and so we talk about different types of religions and how that impacts relationships right the other story is this couple had been dating they got engaged 
they're planning this elaborate, very expensive wedding. I don't even know if you, you might've been the one that told me this story. I'm not quite sure, but I'll tell anyways. Um, they had a discussion like maybe hours before the wedding um, about if they were going to convert, if they had children, mm-hmm. how they would convert them or if they would be what religion. The family of the groom talked to the bride and was like, your child's going to be Jewish. If you have kids, your kids right. are going to be Jewish. Was not her faith. That was not her belief system. However, they did not talk about this prior to mm-hmm. getting engaged, getting setting the plans for the wedding, and all these things. Definitely not my story. But not okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm not telling your story. No, you. no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know this story. But um, literally hours before they walk down the aisle, she cancels the wedding because mm-hmm. at this point, right, that was a no deal for yep. her. She was like, I'm not doing it. Um, and so again, we not having these conversations mm-hmm. and you get all the way to pain and about to walk down the aisle right. and then have a conversation right. which was so no refund on that wedding cake no. at all it's been customized y'all might as well have a divorce party at that point like right. everybody's there okay. they were sitting in the place ready for her to walk down the aisle and no go wow. so wow. as we talk about these things mm-hmm. we've talked about on previous seasons like how do you what conversations do you have when you're dating somebody and we do you have mentioned about religion, like, if, mm-hmm. you know, what that is, what that looks like for if you have kids or if you don't have kids. You know, are you expecting me to convert to whatever you're doing? Or your, is your family going to yeah. be OK with me not being what you are? Yeah. Um, and so this is how we got here. Mm-hmm. And and you and I had a conversation um, when we were at one of our community events. Yep. And it was a very good conversation. Mm-hmm. And it was about your experience. Right. With uh, with a, a previous husband. Right. Mm-hmm. Um about just one, just one. <laughs> a previous hey let me vote one that's no longer but yes. just one yes. Yes. but um i would love for you to share what yeah. you share with me during that conversation we yeah absolutely um first and foremost thank you for bringing me on here and let's get started um so i wow where do i go with that i want to respond to the relationships that you just shared i'm like oh yes i can relate um I, so for those that may not know, I'm born and raised in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, I joined the Nation of Islam at 16. Right. And so I'm many, many years past 16. I still tell people I'm 21, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> like, but rest. I joined, yeah, I joined sophomore year in high school. Oh. And um, on your own accord, or was it for a family? Your family did it? So I have an older brother. Okay. Uh, my brother is four and a half years older than me. Um, and he had been going to the meetings and just kind of introduced me to it. I read the Final Call newspaper, I saw the brothers pushing on the street. I didn't really know much about the religion um, aspect, but I just saw strong brothers. And so I was like, oh, that's attractive. Right. OK. Um, and so I was at St. Mary's Academy, all girls Catholic school, um, already learning about religion. Right. And I had we were actually studying world religions at that time. OK. And we were studying um, Islam, Taoism, um, Buddhism and Hinduism, you know, many of the Eastern religions. And so um as I'm studying that, I go to my first Nation of Islam meeting, and it was definitely different than what I was reading from, you know, textbooks, right? Right. Um, and more importantly, um, without going, like, too much into the spiritual path of it, for me, I was looking for where, if, if God was then, right, if God was in the Bible, and then, right, we know mm-hmm. these stories to be passed, then where is God today? And for me, the Nation of Islam gave me a relevant and a current, up-to-date version of God, if that makes sense. So it wasn't so much of like just looking at Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, or Moses and, and Jesus. It was also like, yes, and mm-hmm. we have some work to do today in this day and right. time, right? In this in this time that I was. So living. it really bridged that gap for you. as Absolutely. Then to now. Right. Right. Because I was always like, okay, I, I love God. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand the concept of God. 
But where is he today? Like, yeah, like, like Ten Commandments is kind of outdated. Yeah, so, and I mean, like, it worked, but but what we got we today? Got, you know what I mean? We got where's your digital copy? Because ain't nobody writing in stone no more. I exactly. Mean, like we had Ten Crack Commandments. You know, you know we got to update this. So we got to update. So, um, so for me, that was kind of the deciding factor okay. in terms of the nation. And um, at that time, uh, Minister Farrakhan, we had just had the. Um, where we're coming up on the Million Man March. So that was 1995. And so mm-hmm. seeing a million plus men in D.C. So it was just like power. It was it was energy. It was like, yes, I want to be a part of this, right? So fast forward. Um, I, so at the time, and even to this day, like I, I find it interesting that I was married because I don't think I ever saw myself being married, right? So just, there's that. Um, I was a hooper. I played basketball. I was always, you know, at the park playing basketball. So I never saw myself as a wife. Okay. So let's just put that there. Um, I met my uh, previous husband, the only husband, ex-husband, <laughs> the the husband, the ex-husband, um, through a dating app, but not a, da- a dating app that was for the public. So and this is what I share with uh, Lee is that um, at, secret dating is? at the time, I'm about to tell you. It doesn't exist, so y'all don't be jumping. I'm trying to get on it. No, no, no. no. It was strictly, you hear the story first. So this is the app that was strictly, it was a website. Let me even give it better uh, credentials. It was a website that was strictly for believers that were in the nation of Islam. So it was a private website, and it was for single believers, right? So I jumped on there, you know, had the little interaction, just like any dating website, right? Yeah. Right. And so I'm interacting with the brother, and... um. We converse, and then we would meet at our national conferences. So there was like a Holy Day of Atonement, which is the anniversary of the Million Man March. There was um, our Savior's Day event. So I was always meeting him at conventions um, and never really went to his city. Um, he's from St. Louis. I'm from Portland. So there's that. There's a definitely just a different upbringing yeah. when you're talking about St. Louis and Portland, Oregon. Um, and fast forward, we got married, and... One of the things that I will say, and again, I'm going to make this about me because I'm very self-reflective. This is about you, actually. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I exactly. never, and this is, I'm going to come back to this, but I think always in any relationship, we got to look at where was our part in it. Mm-hmm. No matter what the end result was, no matter what the other person might have done. Right. What did you see? What didn't you see? Were there red flags? Were there orange flags? Were there things that you should have stepped up out of there before? <laughs> right? So yeah. that's why I'm going to say I'm going to make it about me. Um, and so, you know, he moved here. And I think for me personally, I I was 16, right, when I came into the nation. So my vision of marriage, my vision of what a husband and wife looked like was very textbook, for lack of better words. It was very biblical. It was very Quranic, right? It was very uh, prophetess, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and very just high level, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Not really understanding, like, we all from hell coming up to heaven, right? Mm -hmm. We in the streets, like... We all have this, um, we all have dirt on us, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that dirt looks like. Right. Um, and so my image of what my marriage was supposed to be in my head versus reality, um, the expectations just didn't match. And again, no knock on him, but I, you know, I'm, I see Minister Farrakhan and Mother Khadijah. So my, my image of marriage right. is this high level, right? I know I was nowhere near Mother Khadijah's status. But my image and what I expected a marriage to be like, right? Mm-hmm. Just, oh, we just come home and we're just sitting down and, you know, how are you today? Oh, I'm good. You know, uh-huh. Whatever, right? I just, I had this false narrative, okay. honestly, of what I thought marriage was going to be. Would you say now it was a false narrative or an unrealistic expectation? All of the same. Okay. I mean, I think it's 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 both. I think the false narrative part comes in um, being naive, okay. right? So the false narrative comes in with, 
um, thinking that without having a conversation, right, without talking about the things that we mentioned, mm-hmm. that it was just going to be through osmosis, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're just all going to be happy, right. you know? Um, I will say, let me back up real quick because I'm kind of jumping. But let me just say, you know, part of the nation, we do a courtship. So courtship versus dating are two different things. When you court someone, you are totally bringing your evidence to the table of, hey, here's who I am. Here, Here's what I got. Here's my intentions. Okay. And you're really in that relationship of the courtship with no physical contact for 30, 60 or 90 days mm-hmm. to really determine if you are marriage material for each other. So courting versus dating, mm-hmm. right? Dating, you may interact, you may hook up, you may get physical, you may right. not, you may just do it for fun. But courtship is very intentional about is this partnership, is this person compatible to me? Right. So there's no, there's no, we're just, we're courting just to be friends. But you guys still physically interact in the sense that you spend time together. Right. 100%. Right. Okay. But no physical um, holding hands. Oh, really? Not that. No kissing. No. Um, No holding hands. No kissing. Obviously not being intimate. Right. So when you go places. Yep. Are we talking about coffee? Oh, you have a chaperone? Yeah, I'm a chaperone. And what type of places would you go to? Are we talking about just coffee shops? Are yeah. we talking about... So I remember I didn't go to his city and he didn't come to my city prior to the court. And so we courted over the phone, internet, oh. and I know, girl, and national conventions. So we would go to our conventions. So if we... Wouldn't had... sneak it off to each other's hotels? Girl, no. And I'm on camera, but oh, no. Lord. No, no. <laughs> and, but but I, I say that because I think... Not to say there's anything wrong with the courtship process, mm-hmm. but I do think you need to go see, you need to go to the city that the person is from. Right. Like, that's some of the stuff to that get a better sense of Yeah, like, yeah. I need to see your right. family. What's what's your neighborhood like? Them yeah. So we know what your... Who your people are. Well, Come on. How were you raised? How were you raised? Yeah. What, what is your environment? Yeah. Because once I got married, I think I was maybe nine months in, and we went to St. Louis. And when I saw St. Louis, no knock on anybody that's from St. Louis, y'all. <laughs> and he's St. Louis. More power to you. It is not Portland. And when I saw the community, I was like, wow, yeah, this is a little different. All I hear in my head is, you can find me in St. Louis. That's hey, the Nelly, <laughs> All I kept thinking about was how the Oregon Trail was, you oh, know, yeah. under the arch. Did you go to the Oregon Trail Museum? Y'all are real far. What y'all thinking about? First of all. Yeah, no, I don't think I did the museum, but I played the game. But Oregon at, Trail. at the arch, the, the St. Louis no. arch underneath it is the Oregon Trail Museum. No, ma'am, I didn't I just know thought that. that was so fitting. It is, it is really? real life. Yeah, I did not know. Wow. I need well, to go back. Just for that. I, don't, I think because they went through, like, well, all the oxen died in the river there somewhere. I did lose all my oxen. Right, because I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Three River, right? That's where you I lost typhoon it. And, the, yeah. and oh, typhoon. Yeah. And, yeah. This is when I usually had to start over because all my oxen died. Yeah. Never made it. And I was churning butter. To make money. And I was the banker who had money, but then I had people that couldn't survive. Anyway, so <laughs> you went to see his area and met his family and saw the neighborhood. I need to go back to see the museum. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, yeah, family was cool, but I, but again, environment. I guess that's what mm-hmm. I'm getting at. To, to see environment and how people grow up versus Portland. And I, and I say this only because, again, and I may say this and people may get mad, but I truly believe Portland's never had a hood. We've had hood tendencies. We've had hood behavior. We don't have, but our we don't have projects that with people that think that they live in the hood. Though. We don't have projects. We people don't have, who have not been. They'll outside. say the villa used yeah, to be. Yeah, that was, but it's that was middle been class. Idolized, right. honestly, even in its worst time. Yeah, you take right. that and throw that in Compton, oh, Watts, right. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. That's middle class. And we so once all that. Yeah. yeah, and so so again you know, how we are raised in our environment and what we come from all shapes our identity, mm-hmm. 
shapes how we see things, shapes our world, you know, all of that stuff. Right. So again, people are, can be raised however, and I'm raised, you know, people think I'm privileged, all of that from being in Portland. But at the end of the day, I didn't take that opportunity to go visit and vice versa. He didn't come to my city. We It was real fast. Did you we, even talk about it though? So in conversation, mm-hmm. you may say, mm-hmm. even without looking at it, but like, oh, this is what my neighborhood looked like. This is what my friends, their economical background. No, but at that time, there wasn't telephones. Wasn't well, well, you don't need the great telephone. phone. Oh, I'm like telephone. I ain't that old. Need a visual <laughs> to when you're talking on the phone. To talk but you don't about think. But this is what I'm saying. You don't right. think about those things, right? So, like in the courtship process, it is very intentional. So, of course, you talk about. Um, so, if we have children, how will we raise them? So, those things come. We're up. talking about. But when you talk about. Um, what I'm saying is, like, I didn't know how much that had impact, I guess is what I'm getting right. at. So right. now, if I, if I go do it all over again in courtship, oh, yeah, we're credit score, um, who's your yeah. childhood teacher, are they still alive, let me talk to them, I need to know how you was in first grade, mm-hmm. all the way to college. Well, he was all, like, I need to know all yeah, the stuff, part. you know, but, so that's, I think that's some of the things, it's like, you don't really know what has true impact mm-hmm. on a person, you know, until you start seeing things play out. And so, right. like I said, our intentionality around courtship was, you know, are we compatible for marriage? Um, he had been married before. Oh. I hadn't. He had two other children. Uh, let me tell you how naive. Hold on. Let me just tell you how naive I was. I was so naive that in my head, false narrative, because you've been married before, you know how to get it right. You know how to do it right. Cause you I didn't even ask the question, did you get it right? Did you heal? Did you? I didn't. Right. I just assumed what you already know what went like. Cause so you're ready to learn from their mistakes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly y'all like I it's yeah like a show yeah because right because we don't learn we're trying to learn right now I ain't learned nothing right <laughs> 41 years right right and again I mean and and I want to say too I think it's always important as as black women in particular to not downgrade the father of right. your children and right. so I I hope and I just want to say this disclaimer what what I'm sharing is my experience and my own interpretation of how things played out right, right. um he is a black man. He is a positive black man. And, you know, I will always love him. And he's somebody's husband. Mm-hmm. He's just not mine. He got married again? No, I just, so oh, somebody. He is, he is for somebody. He is for yeah, someone. Mm-hmm. Understood. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, third time's a charm. I mean, it will be a third time a charm <laughs> at some point. Maybe. <laughs> he might not. Maybe he never gets it right. He's done. I don't know. I mean, he I might have scarred him. He's like, you know, you never know. She was, he was like, I can't get it right. I'm done. If I, I can't get I give it. up. This Hooper done hooped me out. I just, I shot my shot. Too many crossovers. <laughs> you know, just too many crossovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was not double or nothing. Right. It was not. It was not. <laughs> so, okay. So, it, we just went all over. So, we, where we, yeah, well, where we, we want to go. Back. So, with the idea that you never got to learn about his past and about his upbringing and all those things, mm-hmm. then what happened with this courtship? You guys courted virtually, basically. Yep. 90 days. Over the phone. Um, he proposed on the website. So this website was like, um, it was like forums. So it was like a website and there was like forum. Like you could have a topic, like religion and relation. Forms. 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 I was like, damn, we got to fill out a form. No, a form. That's it. There is a form. There is. But okay. We got, yeah. Okay. Forms. So there, uh, discussion. Gotcha. Portals. Okay. Right. So there was, you know, so in there he posted and was like, um, will you marry me? And I was like, um, yes, I think. Did that feel romantic to you? Because it no, was all, okay. No, okay. No. And then I was stuck. And then I felt like, because everyone, mind you, this is a, well, proposals are not public. Really set up for you to say no. 
No, if you guys because you, you should be in that position where you know that it's going to be. But again. not and everyone's looking at it. Everybody's looking, and it's, it's like even if you don't want to be married, if you have any compassion at all for that person, you also don't want to embarrass them, right? Like you right. Them now look. So that was the I think part. I, yeah, I, I, I put a caveat in there, uh-huh. and then uh, I forget what day of the month that was. So let's say that was December, and then we had a national convention coming up in February, and so then we talked, and I was like, look, when I come to I think it was Chicago. When I come to Chicago, you better have a ring. Like this better not this is, be this is your moment to have some a post scene on the website. <laughs> yeah, you better have it together. And so I got to, I got there in February and he had a ring. Did he get down on the knee? That, no, we didn't do the knee part. The knee part. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Did you like the ring? It was nice. So yeah. I was pretty specifically about if you like the ring because I think about getting to. I have actually just had this conversation with one of my guy best friends um, when it comes to like the ring, mm-hmm. and I would hope. That whoever wants to give me a ring mm-hmm. for the intention of marriage mm-hmm. knows my style. Right. That it's part. a combination of your budget, sure. Yep. But my style. Yeah. So it's like I don't want a ring only because right. you liked right. ring. Right. Is this a ring that you think I will like? Yes. So the ring that yeah. he gave you, did yeah. he know you and your style and your preference enough? Was this a ring yeah. the chosen? That is a wonderful question. Color? That was a wonderful Could question. He have known that though. He wouldn't have known they, that. But, they but, reporting. but here's but here's what I want to say. I, mm-hmm. I honestly want to say this part around. Remember, I came into the nation at 16, mm-hmm. so I'm young. Right. I didn't have a lot of relationships. Matter of fact, I didn't have any relationships prior to my course. Real quick on that. Yeah. Prior to 16, mm-hmm. what was your religion, or did you have one? I grew up at Vancouver Avenue Baptist Church. Okay, so you know Baptist. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. As much as Sunday, as much as Sunday, yeah, Sunday for the holiday. It was still Christian. Christian based. Christian based. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Christian based. Um, But relationships was never a part of my thing. So, Mm -hmm. again, remember, I didn't think I was going to get married. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even know what a a ring, what? I don't know what I like. Like, So as much as, like, that piece of our, did he get me what I like? I don't even know what I like. So a ring itself was sufficient. But when you saw it, it didn't. It, mm-hmm. it didn't light any spark in you like, oh, my gosh. No, I was like, oh, great. Cute. Okay. It was cute. It was an engagement. At least it wasn't like my engagement. I went home <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> he got my class ring out. He got the size, left it out. Some kids broke into our house and stole my class ring. Mm-hmm. When I got RP. home, yeah, RP, my $400 class ring that I paid for. I still can't find mine. I'm mad because it had diamonds in it. But um, I came home. I came, well, I came home back to Alabama because we lived in Alabama at the time. I came home for Christmas and then went back. Um, he tosses me this manila padded envelope. I was like, you going to put it on? And I was like, what is this? And I open it up and it's a $50 ring from eBay. Oh, wow. That bent every time. I tapped it on the table. No. I have a feeling. No. I actually never got proposed to. No. Um, and only for formality purposes bef- the day before their marriage, guy was like, well, I mean, I guess I should formally propose to you. And and then going forward, she purchased all her rings herself, like, oh wow, like Claire's, it, it, because you know, nobody it wasn't knows. a real. Ring. I was like, nobody knows. They're right, broke <laughs> a lot, and so oh. she constantly had to because it wasn't a, it was it was still jewelry. You feel yeah. me? Like it would fall apart. She'd replace it herself because he never actually family did the right thing and really got her or was intentional. See, and I feel like the ring is like a gesture of like how much you've listen to you get to know you've gotten like it's not even about the actual ring it's like your thoughts behind right, it right yeah. and the lack of 
shows what it's going to be, mm-hmm. honestly. And I think, it, yeah, it's a conversation, right? I mean, because yeah. I think some people, again, some people want, you know, when mm-hmm. I do this, I need you to see me. Some people right. are just like, I want to settle. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, are you having that conversation? Right. You know, right, some right, people right. just, you know, simple metal ring could be sufficient mm-hmm. for them. And just then others, man. yeah, just yeah. a man. Thank you. And then yeah. others need, you know, all the glitzy glory. So, but are you having a conversation ahead of time? Because I, to your point, I think it's the intentionality of mm-hmm. what does my partner want? What does my mate want? And are we in conversations but around the it? Efforts of courting, mm-hmm. The purpose to court is to marry. 100%. So why, why wouldn't that come up? If my intention right. is to marry you, yep. mm-hmm. we're spending all this time courting. Why aren't I asking you these questions about mm-hmm. right. preferences? What you mm-hmm. like? What don't you like? Right. And you see our yep. wedding looking like. Right. Yeah. One, and that's the thing. Like for, for us, we have a set. Um, there's a courtship manual. Okay. Um, but just like any manual, how many of us read, like your employee handbook, how many of us read it from front to back? So um there are the there are the questions in there. There are set questions that we should be asking. But when you get into the feelings and the emotions, and if I think I like this person, uh-huh. you know, sometimes that stuff goes out the window, yeah. and then you're just kind of in this day to day conversation. Um, and oh, his voice sounds good, or you know, so you kind of, you know, how love hits so sometimes. What, you forget what parts of him did you fall you for? Attracted? Yeah. <laughs> um. It's like nothing. I don't know what happened. Like, you weren't getting any solicited. And you're in the hilarious. No. <laughs> they go, wait, do we fail dick pics? Yes, because. Stop it. No. We're going to put a postage stamp on this penis. Uh, nope, that wasn't happening. Um, y- y'all are the most. So, no, um, he's attractive. I mean, okay. look-wise, absolutely. Okay. He's, he's a head turner. Um, but what was it about the website where you were like, okay, I'm going to respond to Girl, him? Not, or... I mean, the pick alone was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know. Like, honestly, y'all, I, it's that time period where I think back and I'm like, okay, so what was I going through or what? Mm. Because I do think at some point I got into the idea of being married okay. versus being married to him. Okay. Do you and I got it... wrapped up in this idea. I was going to say, let's bring it back to religion. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because in... in Islam and, and most religion, um, marriage is you get married. You're right. young, you, you know, 20, 60, whatever age you, you're you supposed to get married. Right. You're supposed to be childbearing. You're supposed to have children. Like there's a path. Right. Yeah. And I think because I had a brother who was interested in me at some point, it switched for me of like, mm. OK, let me just I'm, let me move forward because of the idea of marriage. I had there was a lot of things that I was like, um. What but is it? Because you haven't had any experience in relationships at exactly. all, period. So now you've gotten this little bit of attention, and it's right. like the thing that we all normally click when we have crushes or things exactly. like that. Okay. Exactly. And attention, right? Right. And attention. Yeah. Somebody's paying attention to me. Right. There's no one um, before him, as in like no. high school boyfriend or I went to all girl school. Elementary. Okay, but even going back to no. the elementary school playground. Oh, yeah, a little little Dante from third grade. Oh, yeah. He punched me and I he like down the corner. Yeah. Yeah. He shared cookies. And that's his real name. So if you hear your name, you know, still got love for you. Oh my god. Um, this lesson start with the P. We're gonna move on. So forward. Yeah. Transition. Perhaps. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. Okay, Portland so is so that. small. He was your first. So small. He was your first yeah. for everything. Yeah. Therefore, you had no frame of reference mm-hmm. at all. Okay. Did you know that um, in joining Nation of Islam that you wanted to be with someone who also practiced the same faith? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. So if they were any other faith, even though you grew up Baptist, you no longer no. were interested in someone who was no. practicing mm-hmm. baptism? No. Now, how old were you when you guys met? So 
They have seen as a lemon. How old am I now? 30s? In your 30s. 30s, okay. yep. So that was my first. So let me take it back. Okay. I had two other courtships. I did okay. have two other courtships. Before um, him? Yes. Oh, but not from Portland. So again, okay. long distance courtships. Oh, none of these men are from Portland then, right? No, I don't. No, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> said Portland is the last one. Nobody want to date in Portland. <laughs> it's Portland. It's a little different. Keep Portland weird. Um, and that applies to all races. Yeah. Um, so yes, I did have two other courtships. Okay. Um, one was a brother from Detroit and I ended that courtship because he got frustrated and said, shut up to me. And I was like, I'm sorry, we don't say shut up because in my head, you don't get to have an outburst. You don't get to have a moment. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, damn, and I probably should have married you. But anyway, so there was him Um, on that route. And then the other brother was from Virginia. Oh, Um, and he actually flew out here. Richmond, Virginia. He actually flew out here. He probably like if I had said yes, we yeah, he was very much in love with i wouldn't say him though but he loved imani and mm. i was like Mm-mm. but he wasn't the one for you no so besides, he might have been but no. besides being saying shut up what were these two guys lacking that the guy <laughs> online hit yeah but you said the guy online who proposed you said you were very attracted to him oh well they all they all one of them was less attractive than the other two okay um detroit is probably who I should have married. Detroit, the one, the, the Virginia, the one that told me the unattractive one because he loved her and she was like, eh. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So, um, bless the sorry, he's married. Okay, and- so, go ahead. Kind of diving back into the one you, at retrospect, say you should have said yes to. Yeah. You said no with good intention, with good reason behind right. that because right. we had a discussion with someone else about you know, raising your voice leads right. to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. being aggressive. Being aggressive could lead to being abusive. And it's like a chain of events right. where right. it's like, well, let's back it up to the beginning. You don't need to talk to me or treat me in this mm-hmm. manner. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, absolutely right. kudos for having your standard, right. sticking to it and the demanding how right. you're treated. But to- why, why would you say mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. that <laughs> I wish I had maybe given that more thought? Because one, I, I was very reactionary, and to to end the courtship as opposed to, let me get get off phone with you, mm-hmm. and we'll talk tomorrow. Like it was uh, very black and white, all or nothing for me. So he was frustrated, you know. Looking back, we, he was actually booking a ticket to come out here, mm-hmm. um, and I was trying to help out because you know some of us may have ideas, and, mm-hmm. you know, right. places to stay. So I'm giving all these suggestions, and it was just too much for him. He was like, I don't need to hear another suggestion from, from you. So he was like, just shut up. And I was like, excuse me? It was rude. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't okay. just the tone. But instead of me saying, okay, you seem like you're in a mood right now. Let me right. call you later. I was like, oh, we're done. Did he ever try <laughs> to reach out to you? Oh, yeah. We tried We tried to record again, but then there was so much... Um, I think that decision initially of me just kind of ending it abruptly. I think mm-hmm. I don't think we ever got back to. It's uh, at the tone because it's like it's right because the then he's like, well, she's gonna flash again, yeah. potentially, mm-hmm. and yeah. But he, um, in terms of chemistry, yeah. in terms of, I'll never forget when we flew to Detroit for one of our conventions. Um, one of my sisters was with me. We're at dinner, and he came to just you know see me, um, and she's like, "Y'all know each other," and I'm like, "Well, we just met like 60 days ago, right? Mm-hmm. This courtship." And she's like, no, nah, y'all, y'all been knowing each other for years. Oh, I was yeah. like, no. So she was like, chemistry. your chemistry. And that, and that's where, like, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. the piece of, like, I should have. Because from just studying together, the teachings, mm-hmm. like, understanding just different pieces of Islam and just way of life. Right. Um, we definitely connected on the spiritual piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, not having a lot of experience. I, I mean, when I tell y'all not having experience, like, 
even arguments, right? I had never argued outside of my brother oh. with That's an intimate, in an intimate relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, even when those things pop up of just like being rude to each other or whatever, I'm like, uh, no, cut off. Right. As opposed to understanding like people have moved. Well, look you know? at your examples of <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, relationships in growing up where your exactly. parents together. So mom is black, my, my dad is white. Um, they divorced when I was six. Mm-hmm. So I never really remember them even together. They were married for 13 years, but oh, wow. my experience, I never saw them together. Um, my whole family on my mom's side, um, no marriages. Um, my mother was single. Um, and then it was all my aunts. Mm-hmm. My aunts didn't have one of my aunts who lived in California was married. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone else single, you know what I mean? Just my aunts and then my uncles, but nobody had family dynamic. My only family dynamic that I saw was my grandparents. Um, and that was on my dad's side, so my white side. So my white grandmother and my grandfather, like I saw them. Um, but in that black community, like I didn't mm-hmm. see a lot of that. So how to deal with men, how to how to have conversations right. with men, how to handle arguments. Like that just wasn't a normalized um, experience growing up. And then again, you throw in being an athlete and just playing basketball. Like those social dynamics don't. Yeah, they don't play out. And so yeah. then I'm trying to figure out life. And then I have these experiences. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay, you're rude. I'm over here. You know, like it's just it's a cut and dry all the time as opposed to working it out. When you chose to switch your religion, how did your parents react to your decision? Yeah. So my mother um, at the time, my mother didn't have much of a say. She actually is the one that kind of drove me into it. We were driving down MLK. There was a flyer, Minister Farrakhan. Mm. And I was like, who's that man? And she was like, oh, that's who your brother follows. That You know, your brother listens to him and kind of waved him off. Uh-huh. And I was like, huh, all right, cool. Let me check the it out. The opposite of what you so, said. Yeah, so <laughs> you just because she, who he she had all this energy against it, I was like, yeah, let me check him out. So that was kind of what drove me to that. When mm-hmm. I joined the nation, um, so if you're under 18, your parents have to sign off oh. for you to join the nation. So my dad signed off on me for me to join so the nation. Supportive. He was supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, I lived with him going to St. Mary's. Um, and I think at that time, he was probably like, anything that can help my black girl mm-hmm. daughter because I certainly can't. Right. I mean, you know, I had the mixed hair. My mother, mm-hmm. um, my mother was kind of in and out. Um, she suffers from mental illness at times. And so during those critical years of my high school years, um, I was really with my dad. And so mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of that motherly um support in that way gotcha. and so with that being said um he kind of was just like yeah whatever is gonna help you yep go <laughs> and then at that time the sisterhood of the nation kind of like brought me under their wing so i was the youngest so i had i had you know um women that were married i had older i had the elders so they were always like picking me up taking me to class and so there was there was a sisterhood immediately mm-hmm. when i joined and so my father was very much supportive of that because it was like okay i know my mom or i know my daughter's mother is in and out she's gonna get some motherly support in this way you know so he was very much supportive of it and then when you got married did they (laughs) contribute play a part were they supportive in your marriage they were all like what the hell but Uh, even your father yeah because i went from engagement party on a saturday and they got married on a tuesday you know we didn't talk about that part yeah wait a minute yep Mm -hmm. so i told y'all like we can go so many questions still because i'm like okay (laughs) 
like maybe in short because we got to get to the yeah, story yeah, yeah. of yeah. actual marriage but i'm like i have questions there was no um, marriage there was no marriage oh wait i mean there was no there was no wedding day wedding right yeah but, okay okay yeah. right so got it but the courtship part right because you mentioned it like you're like the the one guy from detroit they're like oh you've known each other and you're like no, i met him 60 days ago mm-hmm. so when you enter into a courtship it's not like you knew the person beforehand you meet this person like i, I want to court you and that's how that works so the brother initiates it so the brother in because it so the nation, we okay. it's a military structure. Right. So there's um, there's a protocol. Okay. So a brother's interested in a sister. Mm-hmm. He goes to his his captain, and then we the captains talk. So there's papers that are sent. So like, hey, brother, so and so is interested in you. All right, cool. But well, those those decision that, makers are not your parents. No, they're your sponsors essentially. Um, Who did his people talk to? Your people? Who were the people on your captains? Where it's a military structure. But you say captains. Who is a captain to you? Is it your minister? Is it your sister in charge? So an older sister who's in charge of the sisterhood. There's a brother that's in charge of the brotherhood. Are they elected in? Like, how? what's your relationship to the captain that they make? It's a sisterhood. Decisions? It's just like if we were all in the sisterhood, one of us would be a point person. Like an advisor. So, like an advisor. So okay. if brother so-and-so is interested in you, okay, he's going to submit a form okay. that says, I want to court so-and-so. So it's known to the body of leadership okay. so that you're off limits he's off limits so okay. that the courtship is protected okay i think i understand like the dina pledges no i yeah, yeah. I, that's, <laughs> I was trying to understand like yeah. um these people are they like, playing emotional no or they're not emotional players in your life they it's are logistical it's very yeah it's like it's protocol it's yeah. It's protocol. yeah it's a protocol right who they're not get into office that they make these decisions yeah they're not persuading anything they're just right. saying hey Lee, brother so-and-so is interested in you. Mm-hmm. Are you interested? Okay, cool. So you do pass the back. It is all your say. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's it's literally a paper. Okay. You can say yes or no if you're interested. So it's just, it's the, it's, you know, it's back to the old, not old school, but you know, You've been role reverse. You <laughs> role do you re- like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> but it, it, it's the role like initiation. Like right. a, a sister wouldn't ask for a brother. Right. So a brother would ask for a sister. Dang, could, could you, you be, could you like plug somebody and be like, hey, to your boy call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me he's well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like at the end of the day, we're all, you know, yeah. black folks. In right, right. So right. yeah, there, there is probably some inclination, yeah, okay. especially in your city. Now, again, right. these are long distance relationships. So there is like, how do you find somebody, you know, so when we have our national conventions, there's single, single, uh, events, there's single <laughs> workshops yeah, where people are meeting. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. So gotcha. it okay. is very, um normalized but at the same time in terms of the protocol it is important because the idea is to keep that courtship sanctified like so this brother and sister are off limits because ideally and so you're be successful exactly you want to have marriage in your nation right you want to have marriage in because you know marriage and family you know help community right so you want that and you also don't want anyone tampering or intervening in the court right right? so when you call it off was it like Yo, Captain, we ain't doing this no more. Right. I'm going to file my paper. Yeah, so you basically, so the two parties would agree, hey, we're not coordinating, and then you notify. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, so, Mm -hmm. I'll say, so moving into the two-day engagement marriage. Yeah. Okay. No way. So we had an engagement at my grandmother's house. Um, I... (laughs) I feel like I was, um, y'all ever feel like you're in a room and you're like the fly on the wall, but it's you, but you mm-hmm. see yourself in the room. Yes. So you're like, I, out of body yep. experience. So you, yes. I'm looking at everyone in the space being like, is this what Imani's doing? Even mm-hmm. my brother was like, Imani, that's a grown ass man. And I'm like, I know. Oh, like, no, 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 that's a grown ass man. Um, oh, what am I? 
I think maybe six, she, maybe seven. That's not too bad. But keep in mind, you were how old when you met him? In your 30s. Right? 30s. So, so he yeah. was closer to 40. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know, but I guess sometimes the younger you are. Right. It, they feel older. The young. And you got to remember. I don't, it ain't like I got. Right. Like your first. Series. A roster. Yeah. Right. So like my first brother. brings somebody home and they're like, we're engaged. Yeah. My brother's like, <laughs> okay, whoa, Imani. So I felt I could see every, I mean, even right, I could go back in my mind right now to that mm-hmm. day in my grandma's house and just people looking at me. So. Even your brother who kind of was yeah. the one that motivated you to be in this was like, nah. He was just like, you, you got a grown man. Uh-huh. Like, you, you sure you know what you're doing? I'm like, yeah. No, he, he is in fact your brother. He also mm-hmm. practiced the same mm-hmm. faith. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Make yeah. Sure he wasn't like um, Imani Run, but he was just like you. You know, that's a grown man, like a man, man. Like you, you still. I'm a little sister to him. You know right. What I mean? So he right. was kind of like his eyes. You still yeah. And so um, had the, the engagement party, which was interesting, and then um, somehow he convinced me to let's get married. While I'm still here, because remember he came out for the engagement party or the engagement. Oh, because he's still, still not. Together. We're not living together. No, no. Wow. So then, I was like, "All right, cool." Um, and this is where I, I definitely was in the idea of being married gotcha. stage. Because I'm like, "What now. the hell is happening?" Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I'm on autopilot at this point, mm. and so overwhelmed. All of that, okay. but couldn't even. I had no language to that. Okay. So he's like, "Let's see, Mary." I'm like, "Okay." So I call because you know, in Portland, you may know some people, right? So I call somebody who knew a judge because this is at this time. This is when um, domestic partnerships had mm-hmm. just hit, and so all the judges were backed up for six months out to a wow. year. Okay. So I called a friend who knew a judge, got me in on Tuesday. So we go down, have my witnesses. We got married. So is there so question in, then, the, because... in the judge chambers? Okay, that's how I did it too. Actually, we were in the hallway, private stairs. Because mm-hmm. the and then I was like, "Mom, I'm married," and she was like, "What? What? Yeah, yeah." Okay, but I thought I went. But so, <laughs> of the faith, what mm-hmm. you guys have such a pr- policy and procedure for everything, Absolutely. but then you just go to the courthouse and there's no like there was no time that you needed to be engaged, for right? It. Or there's no specific so, person that so has to be there. Our teaching, you know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad recommends um, short courtship um no long courtship short engagement okay so once you've made a decision then the engagement should not last six mm-hmm. months to a year like if you can right. start to get married then get married right we also are taught not to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on right. a wedding right because you can take that money and go buy a house right so this wedding concept and all of that a lot of right. us don't necessarily prescribe to that but not necessarily that okay. but more of like you have to get permission from the captain to even express interest, but y'all could just go to the courthouse and get married, like like yeah, like the captain, yeah, like because they've already made a decision to get married, right? Because I just thought that they were more involved in the actual, the, even if it's not like a big wedding, but like the actual ceremony piece of it. Like, no, okay, okay, got it, okay. Because again, it's it's a protocol to protect the individual believers, right? So like, okay. you don't want to have, you don't want to have people interfering with right courtship. so right. it's more about hey they're they're in a courtship name below gotcha. so who were your witnesses were they close friends <laughs> or okay so they were people yep. that supported you yep they were like whatever money what you need okay i'll <laughs> go down there and sign it they they were just like whatever you whatever say. you want yeah so okay so you're married married yeah when did things how well how was it and then when did things change i mean like it's, it's kind of weird because you never really felt, you weren't really feeling to begin with but like when was it like you're like this is not it I mean, within the first couple months, um, I noticed that, yeah, this is 
different and this is not gonna work and so, did he move here so he moved here moved okay. in with me um i was still working when we both were working and um you know things started playing out like stories of what i was told you know either his work or a type of work that he did and then you know, I know people here. So, like, I'm like, oh, you do this type of field? Oh, I can get you a job. Oh, well, no, I don't do that. Oh, okay. So, just little things like that as an right. example. Or um, I'm a very motivated human being. Like, I've, I'm very, I'm a go-getter. Okay. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And I have a belief that a man has to either be equal to my go-getness mm. <laughs> or greater than. Yeah. Right, right. So there's that. So he didn't y'all can interpret, mission. you can interpret that how you want. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the other piece to that was um, we would argue. And like, I just, I, yeah, I don't need to be arguing in my household. Right. And again, nobody's, I'm not saying it's his fault. Right. I just didn't have peace in my household. Right. And so we reached out early to have counseling. We had right. one of our ministers counsel us from um, Seattle. And we had a minister from San Francisco give us counseling. Oh, wow. And just over time, I just was like, yeah, this ain't it. Mm. And then, you know, I share with you, um, Yasin is my second pregnancy. And so I lost my first child. And in that, in that, I firmly believe it was due to, um, I mean, I think that it was a sign of like, this relationship possibly isn't isn't what it needs to be mm-hmm. um and i definitely think that stress played a part in losing mm-hmm. my first child um and after i lost jair um we were very intentional about our second child yasin right. very planned but i also was still grieving and so right. yasin is very even to this day he's very emotional he he holds a lot of my um emotions that i had gotcha. um but i knew probably three months after I had Yasin mm-hmm. that this was I wasn't going to stay with him because um, we kept arguing and it was just too much and it was becoming toxic and then what were the red flags like what was the yeah. examples of toxicity that he was exemplifying or showing I mean prime example like I um, as I said I'm a go-getter I had my nonprofit. I was working in the community and there were just signs or like statements of like oh you can't have you know brothers around you um mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I do community work. And like, mm-hmm. no one's trumming, no one's making a pass at me. Like, I don't have that reputation. Mm-hmm. Like, you ain't got to worry about that. Um, but it was very much of, I needed to be this model wife. Like, I need mm-hmm. to be at home cooking. Like, I am not, that's not me. But I tried. I tried to be this yeah. perception that was painted. But I, but I was losing myself. But do that. you feel like that came from the belief system? Or so... Yeah. I think it's a mixture. Okay. Um, and, I, you know, we haven't talked much about the actual religion itself, but I think it's a mixture. I think there's this, there's roles, right? There's mm-hmm. this understanding that men are supposed to be a said thing. Men are supposed to do this. Yeah. Women are supposed to do this. Right. And I think um, if you don't evolve and understand that um, the way that society has even set up how women are more advanced, you know, how women have more opportunities than men, especially black men and women, um, you have to figure out some flexibility to that. And I mm-hmm. think, so whether it's religion or interpretation of religion, right? Um, I think that's where it gets mixed up. You know, I mean, you can, there's a lot of things that people say, oh, that's Islam. And I'm like, nope, that's the culture of Saudi Arabia, right? And they, and people will, th- will think it is part of the religion, but it's not. It's a way of, it's a culture that gets attached to Islam, you know? Because I was going to ask, because yeah. you said that you were studying um, Middle Eastern religions in high school, and then you talked about stuff here. 
there is a significant difference in how um, Islam is played out Middle Eastern wise right. as it is in America. And they, they sometimes reference it as like um, black American Islam or, you know, mm-hmm. how does mm-hmm. so the black Muslim. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so what is the difference and how did that mm-hmm. play a role into what you guys? That's a whole nother show. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> but I'll, I will just say this, the principles of Islam are universal, right? There's okay. five pillars of Islam, mm-hmm. no matter what sect of mm-hmm. Islam you're from, um, you will observe and, 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 you know, subscribe to the same five pillars, right? right. Making the Hajj, prayer, zakat, which is give charity, um, and the other two, because I'm just going to keep going. Mm-hmm. But in belief in the messenger and in belief in Allah, right? Okay. So those are five pillars that any Muslim subscribes to. Okay. One of the things that's separate, I think, or different is how we interpret who Allah is, right? And so without going into a lot, um, you know, in the nation, we are taught that God is a man. We're taught that God's embodiment, whether you call it spirit, it has to be housed in the body and it is it is um, manifested through man. Okay, That is a key difference in Sunni or Shiite or Eastern okay. Islam because they don't believe that God is or Allah is man. And so that's where you'll have a big different difference or separation. Uh, we also believe that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, you know, um, gave us Islam here in America. And so they don't necessarily recognize Elijah Muhammad. So right. you have differences in how we received Islam, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the pillars in the Islamic and the, the way of life gotcha. is from the Holy Quran, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's that is kind of the base. It's like being Baptist and Pentecostal. And there you go. And exactly. Things. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. But I but I will say, too, um, I think that um, it is important for people to understand that when you talk about East and Saudi Arabia or Mecca, that is a that's a thousand years of indoctrination of a way of life. And mm-hmm. then, of course, you put power to that mm-hmm. and you get Western influence. Mm-hmm. So that's why you can get where the Muslim women couldn't get their driver's license. That's there's nothing in the Quran that talks about that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they were real. driving back then, you know, but, but they by law. Camel has to be driven by a man but, at this point. So but, but, but they just. That like that law got approved that they could get licensed. Like oh, wow. that's not Quranic. That's not Islamic. That is power, culture, and somebody made a decision of that. Mm-hmm. You know where um, women have to walk four steps behind their husband. That's not in the Quran, but it will get pushed as that because if you don't mm-hmm. do your due diligence, you know. Um, and so there's just different pieces where, for me as a black woman who has, you know, claimed um, as a Muslim, I'm very much like. No, like we're empowered. You know, the nation of Islam empowers the black woman. And we don't walk behind. As a matter of fact, they don't have to catch up to us mm-hmm. because we're empowered to lead and be. I mean, the nation of Islam is the first Islamic sect that had a woman minister in over a mosque. Sister Ava Muhammad, peace be upon her. She passed away last year. Oh, wow. But she was over one of our mosques. You don't find that in the so-called Islamic world. So the teaching, you know what I mean, the the, the understanding of the Quran, the understanding of the value of man and woman, um, the nation for me levels it out and like brings us to an equal playing field, mm-hmm. whereas other ways and how people interpret it keeps women less than. Mm-hmm. Um, and you find that in other religions. I was going to say, because traditionally you but it's, you got to be covered up, you can't, you yeah, know, all and, those things. And, and all that is true okay. in its culture, but it's also not, it's not superstitious, right? Like we cover our hair, like... The, we cover our hair because our hair is an adornment and we want to keep our hair protected and keep our hair covered, you know, for our husband. Right. But 
but it's not sacrilegious. Lightning ain't going to sh- strike me down because I got my hair out. You know what I mean? Like, but we go real far with rituals and beliefs. Right. Um, and that's where I think, again, not just saying Islam, I think that covers all religions where you can get real far into the ritual mm-hmm. um, and sometimes be righteous and holier than thou and make people, you can turn people off from your religion because you're like, oh, I'm so that. No, like I said earlier, we came up from hell to try to establish what we want, which is heaven on earth, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm still, you know, Imani back in the day, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just a little cut on you and maybe an orange scarf. But, um, like, yeah. But, you know, I just, anyway, so that's kind of how I would answer that one. I had a question kind of circling back to the beginning of our conversation, and you made mention to the the site. And I said, (laughs) well, let me know about this site. And then I think you said it's no longer exists. Yeah. So. Yeah, shut down. That particular, how do you guys meet today? Is it? through different sites or <laughs> is that site just non-operable yeah so that site got um and why doesn't exist do? that i don't know um it probably got a little interesting um i don't know exactly how it got shut down or why it got shut down but it doesn't exist anymore you know i think bigger cities have single social events mm-hmm. so like again portland is very much a small city when it comes to believers in um in islam and specifically the nation of islam too it's so portland black people yeah is it's single islam. right <laughs> and so there's that so right so if we only look at portland uh-huh. yeah that's going to be a struggle gotcha um but other cities they do they promote single events mm-hmm. where single believers are meeting each other you know so um i just travel personally i just have to travel and go out and um, I think for me now, um, at the age that I'm at, I, this is where I think in this, in this uh, piece around re- religion and relationships, I ideally would love to have a brother who was in the nation and registered yeah. and, and in the nation of Islam. And I also would be open to not having that, right? But I do think there has to be a shared belief system, right? you know, so whether it's, I don't know, pro-black and mm-hmm. we all the way for our people. Right, right, right. I don't know. Like, this is where a conversation, the mm-hmm. courtship and, conver- you know, figuring out where we all land. But I think prior to that marriage, I wouldn't have never said that. I wouldn't ne- I'd be like, nope, got to be an FOI, got to be in the nation. Right. And I think now I'm more open to the possibility. I still ideally will love that. Right, right, right. But I'll entertain, not entertain, that sounds cheap. <laughs> I would engage in a conversation uh-huh. courting someone who maybe not... Um, from that belief system. Gotcha. And it's interesting because some of the strong women in the nation over the years, like Minister Farrakhan's wife brought him into the nation. Mm. So a lot of these brothers that have been coming into the nation, they were influenced by the woman. The woman was already in the nation. She, you know, they came to a meeting. So maybe that will happen. So just while we're going mm-hmm. into it, because we talk about how religion impacts the actual relationship. So what part of the things that you experienced that maybe would have been his false interpretations of the religion that mm. led to some of the issues that you guys had? Um, I think not understanding. Um, I don't think he understood who I was and, and I'm not even like money per se, mm-hmm. but just who I am in terms of um, the black woman is a co-creator to God. And so we, we have talents and gifts and, you know, depending on how we want to use them, 
we may be successful in a community and we may have attention on us, right? I think for him, he wanted a wife to be at home, cooking food, take care of babies. Did that align with your, when you when you talked about it earlier, when you mm-hmm. said your vision of what marriage looked like mm-hmm. and you, you talked about um, like Farrakhan and his wife, mm-hmm. like was his interpretation of what he wanted from you, like a wife at home, was that them or was that something else? I think that's that was his image. Okay. That's not what I, I yes. tried though. Like, like, let me be very clear. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you want me to, so I sat at home, I cooked bean pies and carrot cakes for about five, four months or something. And I was like, good right it was now. fire too, cream cheese frosting. Um, you gonna make right. us one? Later? But I was losing myself. That's, <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, but I realized like, as I was trying to be that, uh-huh. I was losing who I was. Right. Um, and that's where I think, um, and I want to say this for everyone, like I think oftentimes in relationships, we forget who we are in the relationship because we're mm-hmm. so committed to the partnership. Yeah. And we forget, okay, what the hell do I like? You know, do I like vanilla or chocolate? Like, I don't know, you know, and like we lose ourselves because we're so committed to keeping the peace of the relationship. And that's where I think um, I'll never forget. I was doing the youth summit. It was a sixth annual youth summit. And he had made a statement like, you know, you can't do these anymore. Oh. And I was like, excuse me. And like, that's my baby. Like that. Right. Like that was how I poured back into my community. Like right. that helped me grieve. Through- Which is one of your pillars, right? P- period. Right. And so I okay. was like. Okay, I can't do that no more. And so, like, just trying to make sense of um, that, and 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 again, trying to okay, let me be the good wife, but at the same time, that don't fit me, right? You know. And so, I I think that um, that's why I say I don't think he knew really who I was mm-hmm. and what what I did in the community and what I'm committed to, um, so- and whether it was a threat. You know, I think sometimes. People will say, you know, brothers feel intimidated by strong women. Right. Um, but, you know. I was going to say, so if you could go back and tell yourself a piece of advice now that landed you, that knowing what you know now, having your nonprofit, having your business that we still got to talk about. We, we actually need to get to that. Yeah. Because I'm, we, I do want to get to that before we end up wrapping. Yeah. So. Just, well, what advice would you give yourself yeah. real quick? One piece of advice that you would give your younger self to get mm. to where you're at now, but in a better way. Girl. <laughs> One piece of advice, I would say um, don't rush and um, really make God sufficient for you, mm. right? Like if you say that God is your armor and um, your protector and you are moved by his way of, of living, then be patient. Don't rush into something. Patient. You know what I mean? Be patient. Okay. Yeah. And tell us about... Which you yeah. totally got rated here yourself. We done went all over the map. I and so we coming back here. Um, so <laughs> one of my businesses, <laughs> I appreciate y'all. Y'all gonna bring me off for part two so I can <laughs> get my thoughts together better. Um, traveling Pillar. So I started Traveling Pillar um, two years after the 10th anniversary of the Million Man March okay. um, in 2007. And it started off as a bookstore, like an online bookstore. I went to New York, found some books um, that were not, that I couldn't find in Portland. And okay. so I started selling, like they were like, black scholars um so i started selling books and then i kept going to new york getting the shea butters the mango butters the oils and all of that um and i didn't see anybody in the city doing it so um that's kind of how we evolved the inventory so what i brought you all again don't fight over it um so the body oils right here sexy delilah delilah you each get one so you don't have to fight. this is a top seller um so this is body oil i i love body oils because 
perfume and cologne have alcohol in them mm. and they dry your skin out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that have sensitive skin, um, those things just make you break out. So the oils are just that. They're oils and they're alcohol free. Um, honey, because we got to have honey. But it's important to get local honey from the city that you're in. It helps with allergies. It's also the one food, ingredient, mineral, however you want to classify this, that doesn't have a shelf life. So we call this like God's product because it never goes old. So you need to have a teaspoon of honey to keep your allergies in check. Um, and then lastly, this company, Eden Fresh, um, bar of soap and body oil. This is a black owned, black, black manufactured out of Atlanta, um, started by a family out of the nation of Islam. So um, I am a reseller of this product and it's bomb and it's natural and it's fresh and keeps you fresh and clean. And where can people order from and find you at? Travelingpillar.com. Um, websites and then we will actually be at my people's market on december 2nd and 3rd it's also my birthday weekend so bring me a gift bring me a gift as i give you gifts um but yeah um do we do a lot of pop-ups but i would say the number one is just on the website travelingpillar.com and where can people find you that's a good question i'm I'm running i'm running um actually because i have finished my employment um at a said nonprofit, i will be based out of our center on 162nd and start at the center powered by youth. So I have a nonprofit. That is amazing. Nick B. Yes. Where can people find you? You know, I can be found on all platforms of Dirty Roses Podcast, uh, DirtyRosesPodcast.com, our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, our TikTok, you name it, we got it. Um, and if you want to reach me personally, I can be found on Instagram at Nick B underscore Nick B, and that is a Nick with a K. Miss Lee where can our viewers find you? I can tell you where you're not going to find me. Where? On a dating app. Ooh wee. Nope, won't be there. Won't be there. But um, <laughs> not that one. <laughs> it's not there. That's probably where I would find my man. Then it's somewhere that doesn't exist. Um, but you can find me on all social medias. Lee It's L E I G H L A R I E. Um, again, and like Nick B said, on all of our Dirty Roses um pages and our website, thedirtyrosespodcast.com. Leave us a review. If you want to find out about our ad sponsorship, you can do that too. But otherwise, you can catch us on the next episode. Bye. Guess what, Rose Buddies? We are thrilled to introduce our new sponsorship packages. Be sure to hit us up at DirtyRosesPodcast.com to inquire how we can showcase your brand on our platforms.